Welcome to Armchair Preaching, a podcast of the First Presbyterian Church in Lakeland, Florida. This is a podcast about God's Word, the beauty of the gospel, and what it takes to communicate that truth to others. I'm your host, Pastor Zach McGowan, and on today's episode, Pastor John and I close out the series entitled Ordo Salutis. We hope you enjoy the conversation. Welcome back, everybody, to Armchair Preaching. I'm back in the armchair with Pastor John. Welcome Hello, back. everybody. And uh, today... What episode are we on now? We're on... 87 or 88. Good. It's up there. Good. It's we're, up there. We're, we're closing... A, what, closing in on 100. Closing in on the century mark, uh, which is which is big. Um, but but also, equally, uh, you know, we are we are closing out a series yes. uh, this, this week um, on the Ordo Salutis. And we were just talking before we hit the record button that um, by the standards of... FPC Lakeland, this is a relatively lengthy series. Right. So you were just saying you did three years in the Gospel yeah, yes. of John. By, by recent year standards, this is a short, this is a lengthy series. But by, and I understand even here in the past, you were talking about that, that in the past they've done longer than yeah. this series. But yeah. uh, yes, we did. I know in your your class on Agape, oh, you guys shoot, were yeah. years into years. Genesis. And, and John. Yeah. And John. Yeah. So yeah. we did the Gospel of John. <clears throat> Excuse me. We did the Gospel of John in three years. We would go for a while. We'd take a break for Easter. We'd go for a little while. We'd take a break for you know whatever. Yeah. And uh, but it took us three years to cover it. So we were we had a big celebration that when we <laughs> three years afterwards. Yeah. Well, I you know I've, yeah in my in the um, in the Agape Sunday School class which I teach you know it's a verse by verse study. So yeah we did uh, we did uh, it was two and a half years uh, uh, in Genesis. And then uh, no no breaks. I mean I mean breaks for like vacations here and there. And then uh, about two years in John's Gospel, just kind of a first. But I think in, I think in both of those cases, what they both have in common is narrative heavy. Yeah, very narrative heavy. And I know you tr- you've tried that with the uh, Book of Psalms uh, in yeah. the past. And you know at some point if you if you're going to go into something that is more obscure, like some of the yeah. some of the you know, um, um, Daniel or somewhere like that, or yeah. the Minor Prophets, it might get a little repetitive over time. Yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. So, uh, so, yeah. so that, that's more challenging to pull those off for a long-term series. Yeah, we, and even in the Agape class, we did we did uh, the, the Book of Psalms. We got through the first uh, 60 chapters, and then the class was like, hey, let's, can we pause on that? Because it you is, can see it the does, eyes glazing it over. It does get a little repetitive. <laughs> um, but this week, you know, we're closing out with the Ordo Salutis yeah. 10-week series. And one of the things I know, you know, we've talked about closing out series before, mm-hmm. but we haven't talked about closing out lengthy series. Yeah. Because when you're doing like a four-week series or a five-week series, even a six-week series, um, when you start off or when you end, there is this kind of recap sort of thing yeah. that, that we do. And you can dive into it a little bit more if it's a shorter series. You hit the high points and and, and really people can remember all those. But when you're doing like a 10-week series or 12-week series, um, how do you approach – reviewing what we've done before without mm. restating everything and taking yeah. up, you know, 30% or 40% yeah. of of the sermon time. I mean, we both kind of went through all the, the yeah, I did, highlights. I did more of that this year. I did, I did more of that this week, of, yeah. uh, both at the beginning when I talked about the series, and which I did it in a more sh- a shorter version than a lengthy version mm-hmm. at the at the end. Um, I think it's a, I, th- I think with this one, and especially, I, I found it m- – more um, 
because it's cumulative, yeah, and and because there is a is a sequencing of e- events, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, the order of salvation, mm-hmm. uh, it, it it lends itself to summary pretty well, yeah, and and it allows you to, to in those brief summaries to allows you allows you to to let the hearer kind of plug see where you where they're plugged in in the moment, yeah. and then for me it was just the just the wrap of it of it was to really wind through the. The, the the various questions that that led to, that were behind each of those each of those weeks so 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 for me it it feels like there needs to be on a longer series especially a longer sequential series like this there needs to be um, I felt like there was a need to to have a mm-hmm. a summary mm-hmm. okay, for for those who were, and here's the here's the the governing thing for that the person who's in the in the crowd who saw four of those ten yeah. yeah. What do they What do they need to know? Yeah, and you can fill in those gaps with those little transitional uh, statements. Yeah. How about you? What do you think about yeah, that? Yeah. So, well, this week, I think yeah, I think you're right because there's like this cumulative effect of this uh, of this series. It's a little bit different than than a series that uh, e- even even when you're doing kind of a narrative uh, or one of the Pauline letters like Galatians or something. I think the when you do the review, you're basically reviewing the the totality of you know, or the main point of the whole series, right? Well, right, and that's and so what I really have done, and and I've 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 gotten to preach all but one of the messages out of this series. So I, I, I the only one I did not have a sermon on, and it's a gap now in my it's a gap in my notes. I don't have justification sermon written here, uh, so it's a little bit. I'm a type A person, so I'm like I need to just write that sermon just so I have it, and even if I don't preach it, we're gonna do a standalone one right, week on right. justification, just and so, you're just gonna so preach have, just so I can have that in the cycle. But so for me, it, it, you know, it's talking about the the you know the 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 nine previous kind of things just listing them out but then saying here are the two big ideas that we've come come at uh, come come at this with the salvation is from first to last a gift from god mm-hmm. and that at I every, like the way you said that this week yeah and that at every point there is there is an impact on our daily lives because salvation is a gift from god from first mm-hmm. to last so that's really the 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 two things that i you know wanted to that i've that i've really been preaching the last 10 weeks has been that you know salvation is a gift from god 100 percent cannot earn it is not our not of ourselves and and how that how that plays how that is expressed and understood and applied to us um we've really been unpacking but really that's the heart of it and that it does matter you know that we looking at each of those avenues whether it's adoption or perseverance or sanctification it matters to how we approach our lives and mm. and that's um that was that's really my that was really my my let big let me point. ask you this so we didn't talk about this but i'm just to throw this out because i'm thinking about it as you're talking about that very summary where it's all it's all a gift of god from yeah. first to last it's a gift a gift of god and it applies to our to our lives um what has this series meant for you yeah. as a as a Christian mm-hmm. and as a pastor how has this been a, been impactful for you well there's been a couple things and I'm curious to hear your side of it too because I for me it's been it's been good to kind of reengage these theological topics and reengage salvation from an inter- eternal standpoint. One of the things that you said in, at the beginning of your message this week is this felt very epic in scope and the reminder that salvation, while applied personally and individually, it is part of this very grand plan of God. That that this is that 
we are individually part of this grand plan and unpacking salvation from the standpoint of this this order of salvation helps remind us of that 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 my salvation is not just my salvation it's the salvation that god has been designing since before the foundations of the world were laid and will echo throughout all eternity i mean that that reminder kind of has helped pull me continually pulled me out of the the individualistic aspects of salvation which are important but but not but they're not everything and the other thing that's really done is it's helped have some great conversations with some of the folks in the congregation i mean i i've uh emails and text messages. I said it at the beginning of the message, emails and text messages and people coming sitting in my office and asking questions and digging deeper and and uh, that that's been that's yeah, very that's very rewarding. And different people than yeah. I mean we, we you and I both have folks that they like to engage with us with the, the messages. Us, the usual suspects. Yeah, and that's wonderful and I yeah. love that. But this is this is hit different people differently yeah. and, and I had a very I had a very moving email that I that I got Sunday afternoon from um, someone who's newer to our church mm. and has been kind of like, you know, wondering about all of this. And and she just she emailed me and said, you know, I had been, I had prayed. I was I had been un, you know not unsure about where my what my place was at FPC and prayed that God would open up a door for me and she said it's when you started preaching just the tears start rolling down my wow. face and I, I was like man that's that's so yeah. like because we're talking about these big things and that's really yeah. that's been that's been really uh, huge what, what, how, how did you how have you taken this i i felt like we've been in some deep waters very deep yeah <clears throat> i feel like we've been in, in really good good and deep waters and you know there are there are a few times that 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 as a pastor you really feel like you're in that role of a pastor mm-hmm. when you're in the when you're in the uh, the hospital room and yeah. you're visiting with somebody or you're in the in the you know, someone coming in they're they're speaking with you about the difficulties that they're facing in their life you know, there's that part of you goes. This is why. Yeah. This is the thing that makes this gives in life. It's life giving to us, even though the person is having difficulties in that moment. That's that's one of them. But this kind of thing that we've been in for the last ten weeks, this is another one of those yeah. places where it's like, man, we are connecting the dots all the way into outside of time, matter, and space. Here, yeah. we are connecting dots from eternity all the way to the second coming of Christ, right. as, as it was for this past Sunday. And you just you just don't you know, you're in such heavy, great, beautiful, deep waters there. There's nothing really mm-hmm. nothing better. And I love what you said because I've, I've I too have had those conversations along the the way it was just like you know even even um question somebody saying here is one that i've heard probably three different times in this series i have been thinking about this i had been wondering about that and then as you were speaking about it i had the questions that came up again and before you were done speaking you answered the questions yeah. that i had had about these things all along yeah so people people are thinking about these things they yeah. may not Think about them the same way that we presented them, yeah. Because maybe if they're thinking about perseverance and what's going to happen with the the ultimate destiny of a of, of human human lives, yeah. they may be thinking about their spouses or That's their right. children or, or, yeah. or the faith of the of their loved ones. And then for us to build that out into this series to talk about, look, there's so much more going on to this, and to, and to have that person have clarity, yeah, and many times comfort, yeah, you know, especially for their own selves. I had a conversation with one guy, and it's like, you know, I I. 
And this is the same guy who's been saying, I'm not so sure that I'm a believer. Oh, wow. Because I'm not really sure that how, you know, this idea of a personal relationship with Jesus, that same guy having conversations saying, I, I'm convinced after this series that, that I do think that these things have been real in my life. I do wow. think that God has called me, and I do think that God has mm-hmm. chosen me and he's, he's given me a new heart. I, I do think that these are all real realities for me. So, Good. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's like yes. Yeah. You know, then that's great. I do too. I believe it for myself. And I think too. You know, I, I, the last couple of weeks, and I, and I wonder how this, how this sh- uh, has shaded or shaped your message, especially this past Sunday on the glorification. We're talking about the second coming and the glorified body. Yeah. How have the last couple of weeks with because we 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 and I think I mentioned this in the message. You know, we've had a lot of funerals in the last few weeks. Right. And. How much did, did that did that in, enter into your mind as you're you know praying through? Hey, with the funeral the we did together, I heard you reference. You heard it. You heard, I heard the, the reference right, right out of the imperishability That's there right. from, the, from the funeral. And I thought, I know what he, I know what he's doing, and it's right on. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah. It was so good. And I think even in my my comments in the meditation yeah, were, were were affected by what I was going to speak on the next day yeah uh and so so absolutely that 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 context for us personally of having these these saints who have gone on to glory who have received everything that we you know the the, the fullness of this entire sermon series has been well not quite realized because there's still the future yet right, to go but right, uh, yeah. they've, they've gotten a, a step closer to it than than we have that definitely influences us. and i think it actually brings uh you know it brings it brings comfort it certainly brings uh, differentiation mm-hmm. um the, the Christian message, I don't know how many people – you said – both of us said it in our sermons. Um, I don't know how many people can can remember hearing a sermon on glorification. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I, I, as you heard, I skipped right over the – I just jumped right over the, the final battle, the final conflict, yeah. the final victory. I just said it happened yeah. and then went to the glorification. Yeah. But to get to that point as the end of the game, uh, I don't think a lot of people they don't, yeah. they haven't – and that's on us, really, because yeah. we, we probably haven't talked about that. And I, I don't know that we're going to talk about it. We probably should talk about more than once every ten years or so. But uh, <laughs> but this seemed to, this week in particular seemed like it was it was a very still audience. Yeah, listening to it. You know, when we got in the in the rooms, it was very there was a could hear a pin drop. Yeah, as people are thinking about okay, what is the ultimate future for us? That is that is a differentiating statement then compared to the humanist or the or anybody that, that, that who would say that we are or the atheist or agnostic. No, we have a very distinct understanding of not only the intermediate state of death, but we have a very distinct understanding of some ultimate state yeah. of existence. And uh, yeah. we, we both brought that out on Sunday. I think well, that's great. And you mentioned it. Just now, and I wonder. I, I wonder the 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 selection process because glorification, the idea of glorification, and and second coming is so big. I mean, a, a lot of the topics that we've we've yeah. discussed are so big and 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 encompass so much. I wonder what was the, you know. How did you choose what angle you were going to take when it came to? I mean, we, we knew that we were going to talk about the glorified bodies, but then, you know, how we get there, how right. I mean, how the Bible talks about even getting there, is is pretty broad and pretty pretty deep. And so, I wonder how you chose what you were part of what focus I on. part of one of an intentional choice was, and this is another sermon series, another day. <clears throat> this is probably probably another sermon series that will have the kind of gravitas of yeah. this series. Would be the whole millennial conversation yeah 
completely left it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As you did too. Oh, you absolutely. You, did, you didn't touch. You didn't, yeah. didn't touch any of that. Mm-hmm. The pre-post ah millennialism. Yeah. None, none of that. Just completely left that that off. Um, so part of it was to, to say that if I if I go down that track, even to even in a cursory explanatory way. I'm going to be in bogged down in yeah. this, so I just need to skip over it. So yeah. part of it was just skipping over the challenging parts of it and getting to the 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 definitional part of what is this glorification thing because it really is an ultimate uh, final consummation of the ages type of type of language. So yeah. it was really making that that was probably the biggest decision was to skip over the the the. Uh, the, the the end of time language, yeah. which everybody wants to it's, it's so titillated by yeah. and wants to have a conversation about. I said, I'll, I think that would just be counterproductive. I, yeah. You must have thought the same thing because you you did the you had you had more of it. You did talk about the battle, yeah. and the victory over victory over death. But um, but we both really skipped over the the meaty parts of the battle itself. Yeah, yeah, and I and 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 what I you know what I did with that was just say Paul Paul talks about it as a mystery. And it is a mystery, right? We 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 have an idea what the Bible tells us in the in the apocalyptic language in Daniel and Revelation and what Jesus uh, talks about to his disciples in Matthew twenty four and the Olivia discourse. But it's a mystery. So to me, what I wanted to get to is Jesus is coming back to complete what he started. You know, uh, the language in in the Reformed faith is you know he came in the first advent to inaugurate the kingdom. We as the church are continuing the kingdom. In the end, he's going to consummate the kingdom. I left all that language out entirely, but the idea was that he's coming back to um, swallow death up in his victory, and that victory is mm. is profound and it is abundant. And what we're what we get to do is uh, share in the spoils of that victory through the glorified body you know mm-hmm. jesus is the first fruits of that and it's and it's really um it's a lot of very uh, mysterious is the is the right word because the language is all interwoven in there i mean he's using and paul and and other new testament writers they inter interlace agricultural language like first fruits with with military language like trumpet sounding and mm-hmm. the gathering i mean so trying to do that without getting like bogged you said, down. bogged down. Yeah, I think because people do want you to kind of get into some of the details of all that, and and really that's not the point of the glorification talk. I mean, the the point is, for me, it was um, because we've talked about this this the salvation process and the salvation. We're still living in that already, but not yet time, and eventually the not yet will be will be completed and jesus is coming back and that's and and i also wanted to say too why is it important that heaven isn't the final like because i think so many great so many people they think um i'm saved so i go to heaven yeah and salvation i mean the heavenly realm is is amazing and glorious and beautiful but that's 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 the in, in in between, right? I mean, and so in fact, that one document that I referenced that that I gave the five illustrations of what glorification looks yeah. like, the title of the document, which would be the the thing that you're saying, is not about it in heaven great. It's it's union with Christ. Yeah, all of these things are in service to union with Christ. What is the ultimate state? What is the ultimate glorification? We are we are having a resurrection body like Christ. So yeah. we are we are in that ultimate state, which is union with Christ, which really takes an edge off of the. Our goal then is not to win heaven yeah. or avoid hell. Yeah. Our goal is to glorify Christ for now and ultimately be one and be united with Christ, which is really 
puts a whole different spin. There's lots of traditions of churches out there that would would not be comfortable with that language. Yeah, and I didn't get into it. This is one of those kind of. I started to kind of. I mean, I wanted to get into it because I, I, the the for me, the why does that matter is very important. Um, but you know, I didn't go down the road of some of the early church heresies that denied Jesus had a corporal body because they because of the the dualistic mentality of the you know the Greek. You, st- you touched on that. I you touched st- on it, but man, the, the temptation is just to really lay into it. That we still feel like that today. I mean, there's a lot of church traditions and and probably a lot of people in our in our own congregation who feel like they get it, they get the resurrection thing, but in their minds, it's still this. Holy Spirit type, you know. I'm, it's fairly I, nebulous and undefined. Yeah, yeah. And, and probably until Sunday was pretty nebulous and undefined until we brought it to some clarity to it yeah. uh, on Sunday. Yeah. So that that that's that's a you know that's a real trick for people to to say. Wait a minute. The body that we have was created good by God, and while it's affected by the fall and the brokenness of the fall, God is to defeat death in its entirety means defeating death even in the body. It's not as though God is taking what he created and called good, and even though it's been tainted by sin, and just saying, well, I guess Satan won that one, and, and so I'm throwing it away, and we're just going to focus on heaven. No, 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 no. God is powerful and mighty, and Jesus' sacrifice on the cross, and more importantly, the resurrection from the dead, signals that Satan doesn't even get to keep the physical stuff that's tainted. I mean, God is – it's not just a new heaven that's established in Revelation 21. It's a new heaven and a new earth. So you know? here, here's a question that people would – well, people have um, th- thrown out, and that is the the, the question of um, – it's really almost it maybe a practical question, but it's, it, it, the, the practical part of the question gets, turns into should I be cremated or should I be yeah. buried? Because yeah. if God's going to – if the body's got to serve me again in the yeah. future, then then I'm going to need my body to be intact. Yeah. How do you respond to that? Um, you know, you said something in your message that I thought, oh, man, that that's I, that's the way I should have put it in there because I, I didn't – I said it kind of sort of when, I, when referencing Jesus, but, but it's – you know, Jesus had a physical body, but it was fundamentally different than his body um, – before, his resurrection body. His yeah. resurrection body is fundamentally different than his this pre-crucifixion body. Um, but and you said it in your message, and I think it was just just one line. But there was something about something about us in our glorified body will be recognizable by yes. others. Now we could yeah. go down that whole rabbit trail too. Yeah. But that what that tells me. And that was the same thing with Jesus, because we, we know that Jesus had a glorified body. He talked to people, but they didn't always immediately recognize yeah, him. Yeah, the two on the road to Emmaus. The yeah. two on the road to Emmaus, um, you know, Mary in the garden, you know, yeah. she doesn't immediately recognize him until he says her name. Um, so there's something and, – and, and wouldn't we love to, to be on a fly on the wall in any one of those situations to know why there was – a moment of non-recognition and then a moment of recognition, right? So, um, 
for those that are cremated, I mean, and we at this church obviously believe that their their cremation is fully part of you know a, 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 you know a valid option. We have a whole columbarium outside. <laughs> yeah, we do it. We do yeah. it, and that's because God is you know it's God creates from the dust of the earth. Yes, He can recreate from the from from whatever yeah. He chooses. And, and 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 the God of creatio ex nihilo. Ex nihilo that's right. Who, who creates out of zero, out of no that's primordial right. mass. That's right. I, I think he can figure this out. I think he's got it covered, right? <laughs> he's and, got this and, covered. And 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 there there are some uh, some places and, and areas where it's it's totally impractical, um, and 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 unheard of to bury someone physically in the ground because they don't have the space, you know. And and so I think God is not God's not going to look at that and go, oh man, sorry. Where's your body? Oh, nope. Not even bones. Nope. <laughs> nope. Didn't see that. Didn't see that coming. So, well, it, not it, not to mention the the uh, the challenge that, that is created by by people whose death happens that causes their bodies to incinerate absolutely. or to be torn apart or whatnot. Yeah, so, yeah. what ha- what happens then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that you know that really see this all these these questions and, and we we hear these questions quite often. I mean, you and I when we're when we're Talking to people about end of life issues, um, those kinds of questions come up, and I know I know people who have very they they will not be cremated because they they don't want to miss out on that glorified body, and they feel like if they are cremated, they will miss out on that glorified body. No, I'm, I'm I'm always saying, tell me what your what your physical body that you bury in a casket in the ground is going to look like right. in 150 years. Right. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's not much better. <laughs> uh, how different is that? It's very different. <laughs> then yeah, it's, so you're fine. God, God's going to find God. That's and that's the that's the key is that, that at glorification it says that the there's going to be something about the physical body that I mean. The, It'll be a physical existence, and the and the one key difference is that the physical existence we live now is can't last forever. Yeah, it doesn't have immortality. It has it's fully perishable. But then that then it will be imperishable and immortal. Yeah, you brought up in your message the and you just talked about it just a second ago the five kind of reformed aspects of glorification. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of the the five different. Uh, elements of that glorification. Was there a, well, a particular one of those that really resonated with you more than the others that that really kind of got a hold of you? Yeah, yeah, um, so, uh, yeah. I, I will say that in in church, um, I, I was really when we started talking about these physical bodies that will one day die and go go into the ground, but the bodies then will, will mm-hmm. that they will not be. I, and I said it in the first – I think I said it in both services, uh, in live services. I didn't say it in, in the online service. But, um, you know, here we are, we, you and I, sitting with people who are whose bodies are deteriorating. Mm-hmm. They're alive and they're dying and then slow process of dying. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty – it was a it was an emotional – I mean, I was, it was, there was an emotional charge in that moment of just feeling the weight of the, the burden of the, and the contrast of what, what I'm, we're talking about for the future and the reality that we're living mm-hmm. in now. And it felt it – felt, it was a good contrast, and it was so hopeful yeah. for me in that moment. I hope – if you're listening and you were here, I hope it was, communi- it was, it was hopeful for you when you were hearing it. Um, and the ones online who have been hearing that where I didn't say – Hey, we have sat at deathbeds with people, mm-hmm. and their bodies have been been, been failing, and um, and how how 
amazing is this that there will be a day yeah. when that is not going to be real that it, that death will be no more tears will be no more suffering will be no more all that will be uh, that will be gone yeah. and even in the physical sense with our physical resurrection bodies that's not going to be a, re- a category of thought even there'll yeah. just be s- great stability yeah. but you talked about being a runner yeah. in college I mean yeah. running running different uh, your goals <laughs> very, are different very you, different now. right now you want to run with run with Caleb and that's, right. that's your, your goal stay fit and, yeah. and run with Caleb back then it was like when that's right you know but, but you know that it changes you know yeah. that the the your you know that it changes how you think about that was a different how you think about running. This is different how you think about your, these these bodies and how hopeful yeah. it is to be able to do that. So yeah, yeah that, was, I, that, that one stood out to me. And I had that same experience in Vine. You know, there there, and I won't, I won't call them out by name, but there was there was someone in Vine um, who I could see. And Vine's a little harder to see the congregation um, because of the way the lighting and stuff is, and for the live stream and stuff. But I could see the 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 folks in there that that. Um, you know they've they've been dealing with a lot of cancer um, and dealing with a oh, lot yeah. of brokenness in their physical bodies and just um, could just I could feel the re- you know the 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 encouragement that they were feeling you know that 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 the the, the truth is that what they are experiencing now as difficult as it is and as 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 much as it's um, as challenging as it is and heart-wrenching as it is to be facing the, the diagnosis of cancer diagnosis of cancer in in the fa- in other family members that that's not all there is that 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 has a that has a definitive stop yeah. <laughs> and that the 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 body that's racked by the cancer will one day be replaced with an an you know the word imperishable is is so powerful because there will be no no elements that will will seek to destroy it any longer and and that to me was um it was hard not to fixate on that one person and you know and i know there were others too but it was hard not to just kind of keep honing in because i know that i've got i've got a mother who's in decline as well so 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 she was on my mind she was part of that collection of characters i mean you had the Mm -hmm. one i'm sure there were others there Had a collection of characters that came to uh, came to mind, and it's and it's it's uh, it's a source of comfort, I yeah. mean, it, and it's for, to to know that that is so, and yeah. I can, I can only imagine that for that one person that you were talking about, yeah, how much of a comfort that would be, yeah. And I had folks after the service as well say to me, folks that you and I both know who've who've lost uh, loved ones in in the last year, where they 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 just. They said it was so, so necessary for yeah. them. They, their tears running down their face just thinking of that, that hope and that and hope for us. And I say the word hope. I'm always like, I hope people. I want people to understand. Hope for us is not wishful thinking. No, it's, hope. Hope for us is sure and certain. certain, right? Because we have Jesus Christ as the the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep, and we have the Holy Spirit as the guarantee that yeah. that's what what binds us. But it was powerful. All right, Zach. You ended. Uh, we both ended. Yeah. With a question. Yeah. And it's the question that's been hanging out there for the the entire series. It's yeah. the it's the question that you know that you you started this and and you actually started this in this series to to say that this this topic of order salutis is about uh, am I saved? Yeah. But we both ended with the the question: Are you are you are you saved? Yeah. T- t- what what was on your mind with that? 
How do you, how do you, maybe that's a, that's an invitation. Yeah. Other people would call it an altar call, yeah. but it's a little bit different than an altar call because we weren't asking for something specific to happen. Yeah. It's just, well, it's like we said at the beginning of, of this, of this episode of the podcast, you know, and, and you saw, talked about it in your sermon, you know, this is a very, we, we, we have discussed salvation from this very epic standpoint, this very um, eternal and big and cosmic standpoint, which is important to kind of be a corrective for the individualistic side of our salvation. And yet, the individualistic personal side of salvation is important. How it, how that big cosmic eternal uh, plan is applied yeah. is applied to people, individual people. And so, I know you had already you, you had just talked to, talked with me about it after the recording on Thursday, and and it had it was already kind of resonating with me that it, we've talked about this so big. But if we just leave it in the theological, if we just leave it up here in the in the in the ether, so to speak, and we don't say, "Look, this, this, this can be for you." <laughs> Where are you on this yeah. this journey? Then I think we would have missed the point. I think, and and so that's that's where my head was at. I'm with you. I, I, I similar similar things. It just felt like the right thing to do to land it mm-hmm. to affirm people who who have said mm-hmm. already the answer to this to the question of am I saved in the way that we're talking about in this in this series in this grand scheme larger meta narrative way mm-hmm. am I saved absolutely yeah. that's really important for I think for everybody to be able to affirm that and then to hang the question out there for the ones who are uh, how do you say it they're, they're not sure they're not I'm, sure I'm, I'm either a yes or I'm not so sure yeah. I think that's how you said it yeah. um, I think that the ones who are the not so sure folks they need at least need to hear what the question yeah. is the question to be answered is yeah because i think people in the room if you're in the room you're at least in the not so sure camp right i mean if you're in the room and you're watching or you're you know listening to a biblical message very few people are in that room this hardcore no i'm an atheist <laughs> yeah know, that that does happen but usually because somebody's mom you know yeah, the, bribed them with a meal or yeah. please sit with me on mother's day or there's at least <laughs> some curiosity for the majority of people who yeah. aren't in that you know aren't don't have a definitive yes that they can they can hang their hats on but yeah it is it's so important i think that that we bring it back to the centrality of as paul does at the end of first corinthians 15 i mean he's talked first corinthians 15 is all about this these little deep you know the detail aspects of of how to live out your faith and then you know when he gets to 15 he's like no 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 this is the first importance, you know. Jesus yeah. died for your sins according to the scripture. He was raised according to the scripture. Then he goes into all the ways that they proved his resurrection. You know, all the people that he saw. But but that's that's important, and and I think it was good that both of us kind of went went to that to yeah. that level there. And uh, you know, again, great opportunity for people to hear a more complete version of the glorification talk by listening to both messages Absolutely. or seeing both messages because each and every week there's far 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 too much to to get at any one of these topics uh you can go to listen to listen to zach's sermon though and you can hear, hear him say that uh that jesus uh, kicked 
death's butt. Kick death's butt. That was, right. that was the phrase. Kick death's butt. <laughs> that's going on my tombstone, right? <laughs> so that's the thing that's going on my tombstone. But I do encourage anybody who missed the any one of the uh, sermons in this series, Ordo Salutis, to check out the website, fpclinkland.org. Go to the worship page. Under that, there's a sermon archive tab. And if you've missed any one of our conversations and armchair preaching, be sure to check us out on, uh, on any one of the podcasting platforms that you desire. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, uh, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify. Uh, hit the subscribe button, like it, share it with your friends. All over social media does really help us out. And I apologize uh, for folks uh, listening at home. Um, we are in Florida. It is the summertime still, and there's a cicada right out my, my window. And it has been going off constantly. Uh, and I think the kids were walking down the hall a minute ago. Were probably mine. That's, that's were, right. That's right. Well, we uh, we are so glad everyone's joined us through this series. Next week we start a brand new series called Great Stories. Very different than Ordo Salutis. Yes. We're yes. looking at individuals who have ex- uh, uh, experienced a great faith in the middle of, of obstacles. Um, and all the while pointing towards the future hope in Jesus Christ, all Old Testament characters. Right. And um, it's great stories. It's be the, we're switching places this, uh, yeah, this I'll be next week. You're going to be in Vine the next couple weeks. I'm going to be in Classic the next couple weeks as we start this series off. But, uh, John, thank you for hanging out for a little while. Good to be here. And we look forward to seeing everybody next time. <laughs>